I would like to respond to a question that I received because it's a really good question. And it, um, and she says, what would be a good fasting and praying method to build my relationship with God and also build myself spiritually and to let go of any past hurt and release any bad energy that I have? That is the question. And so I wanted to always go to the word uh, with answers, but I also wanted to just talk about my own experiences. And I will do that because I've, I personally have fasted for 40 days before, not uh, fully without any food for the full 40 days, but I've done uh, food, I mean, vegetables and water and, um, and fruit. And um, I wasn't able to complete the full 40 without having some meat. I did on some days I did have meat because I didn't want to be ritualistic about anything. I just wanted to be led for um, the things that I was asking the Lord for in my life. And I still received them. So it's not about making yourself be disciplined just for the sake of denying yourself for certain things. And for a certain period of time, you have to really let the Holy Spirit um, give you the full scope of what how long you should go and and what you should deny yourself from i do believe you do it it does need to be a food thing i don't believe that anywhere in scripture i found that it was ever anything other than food when it came to fasting that you were supposed to be sustaining from so i i do when i do fast i personally always try to sustain uh i mean abstain from either sugar food sugary foods or meats um some type of food and sometimes I, I have went for uh, a period of time without any food but I don't really I personally haven't done that longer than two days ever have I went without food some type of food um, I usually have water for during my fast as well I, I don't normally go any real long period without water but I have went days without meat or without sugary food or something like that I'll I'll be like on a veggie fast and that has really still helped me in so many ways because um I feel like my mind is a lot more clear when I'm not having all those sugar cravings and salt cravings and things like that um so that's my two cents about how I personally have approached fasting but I also wanted to share this scripture uh that um, came to me as I asked the Lord uh, for inspiration about this particular topic and it wasn't in a in a likely place because I, I know a lot of scripture on fasting and everything but this particular scripture was something that um, I personally haven't meditated on very much but it was right on time to answer this question and then you'll understand when I read it it's found in Isaiah chapter 58 and it's a little bit of a reading here. I'm going to start in verse 1 because I don't like to just take things out of context. I want to kind of, you know, have the scene here of what was going on. And then I'll talk more about the particular passage that we're going to talk about here. It says, Cry cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinance of justice. They take delight in appealing, approaching to God. I'm in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge. Behold, in the day of your fast, ye find pleasure and exact all your labors. 
Behold, ye fast for strife and in debate, and to smite with the fists of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day, to make your voice to be heard on high. Verse 5. Is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul, is to bow down his head as a, as a bulrush, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Verse 6. Is not this the fast I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Verse seven, is it not to deal thy bread in the is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house, when thou seest the naked that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh, then shall thy light break forth in as the morning, and thy health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go therefore thee. Before thee, the glory of the Lord shall be thy re reward. Verse 9 Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of the of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, I'm sorry, my screen went down. If thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose water fall not, fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste place. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of, my, of many generations and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the past to, to dwell in. If thou turn away from thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thy own ways, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thy own words. Verse 14, Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So, this was very helpful for me um, when I when I read over this whole chapter here in Isaiah because it it basically described the the wrong attitude when people were fasting and then it talked about in a in a way the Lord was basically saying what the reasons for fasting was for and it's not for everyone to just look holy and wear sackcloth and let everybody know how how they're, you know, trying so hard to get close to God and they're putting on a show. But he was like, it's real power in fasting. And when the fasting is done right, this is what is going to happen. And um, verse 6, let's see, is not, is, verse 6 is what's supposed to happen. Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? 
in verse 7 is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry and that thou bring the poor that that are cast out into thy houses when thou seest them naked that thou dost cover them and that thou hide not there for thy eyes from the from their own flesh so he's basically saying like your eyes are open when you're fasting and you see the needs of others and you don't continue to ignore your brother in, in need and you help others but as, as but as but like uh, when you don't have your eyes open you're not able to see people that need help because you yourself are not walking in the light as much as you should so you're not able to be uh i guess what i should say you're not really as aware spiritually of where people are hurting and how to help them and stuff like that and so he says the wickedness the the yoke and all that stuff is destroyed when you really consecrate yourself to the Lord because you can hear his voice more clearly. And not only can you be more of a, a help to others, but you also won't be in bondage yourself. And so he was he was making a contrast throughout this chapter of like what people thought fasting was and, and what they were doing. But he was also showing what he meant fasting to accomplish. And so he said that once we start getting back to the basics of keeping his holy day holy and really looking to draw near to him not just with a, not just with a a show that a lot of people do not just with the fasting but at church and stuff like that people are just putting on shows and god knows the difference he knows the hearts of people so he knows when people are just putting on shows versus really trying to get close to him and really know what does he what does he say and what does he require and so I just um, think that this is really one of the things that I would suggest when you're trying to get get closer in fasting and also in praying that make a routine out of it. Make it as much as you can a routine and a priority because the more you do that, the more you're going to see results. Because if you're just passively, you know, having a prayer time or passively having a day that you're going to fast or you just randomly say okay today I, oh it's it's 10 o'clock and i haven't eaten nothing yet so i'm just going to go ahead and fast the rest of the day there's nothing wrong with doing that but i've i've done that myself at times where i'm saying oh you know what i went half the day already and i haven't ate anything i, I can go to till six without anything but i notice a difference when i do a fast that way and when i do a fast and i actually say hey next week this day and that day, I'm going to do a 24-hour water fast, or I'm going to whatever fast I'm going to try to do. When I intentionally set apart those days, and then I also say, okay, during that fast, my mind is already geared to think of things of the Lord and think think of what I need, not just uh, breakthroughs for my own life, but other people that are struggling, other people that are going through. The Lord always puts certain people in my path when I'm fasting, and He usually will put someone on my mind to call to encourage when I'm fasting and um and it's amazing some of the testimonies I've gotten from people that they didn't know that I was in the middle of a fast when I called them but they would tell me later what they were going through and I'm like what like you know and I'm like no wonder the Lord put them on my heart but they might not always reveal to me that particular day what they were going through but they'll tell me later yeah they remember that day you called me and and they'll tell me some craziness that was going on in their life that day and um, I've had that happen like so many different times. I can't even tell you how many times. And it would be significant things that was going on in these people's life. It wouldn't be no like small things. So I know the the power of what like with this what it says in Isaiah that the yokes 
are being broken. The the strongholds in people's lives, even through you just connecting with certain people and um, putting God putting them on your heart. And you don't have to necessarily always let them know that you're praying for them. But I know that I've been helped by other people that were fasting and praying. And they told me that they were, they were praying for me during the time of a fast. And I'm like, wow, I really appreciate that because there is a difference there's a there's such a difference I can't even begin to tell you the difference of those two things combined fervent prayer of a virtue of a righteous person availeth much already and then if you're fasting which means you are denying yourself of physical needs so that you can focus on the spiritual side of yourself and you're 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 bringing that flesh under subjection the flesh is not in in charge and so it's and so the flesh is really he's he's in his, the flesh is kind of been in his little i won't say cage but it's hard for me to explain but you can just tell that that part of you is not running the show that part of you is not the one that's dominant and like when i'm not fasting i notice like my mind can sometimes wander and i'll be distracted more i'll be you know wasting more valuable time that i could have been you know, doing more things for the Lord, a lot of times, sometimes is wasted. But when I'm, when I'm in uh, set aside time for the Lord to, for prayer or for time with the Bible and things like that, to read my word and things like that, I always still find time to do the rest of that stuff. It doesn't, it, it never makes me have less time. It always seems to give me um, direction and guidance for my day. And also just for me to say, Hey, you know, I really, the Lord really spoke to me during this scripture reading that I had, or he really, you know, let me understand or remember some things that I've been wanting to accomplish. And so everything is just catapulted to more productivity in my life. And so I'm telling you, when you spend time with the Lord, you you can do nothing but gain. You, you, you're not going to, whatever time you spent with the Lord, it's not going to keep you from any break, any, any big break that you're looking to have in your life, whether it be in a relationship or on a job or anything like that. I'm telling you, spending that, that time that you set aside with God, you will see all the rest of that stuff happen for you. And it won't even take the effort that you're, that you used to have to put in to get those things. It won't even take that much effort like it used to. Like, um, that, that's one of the most powerful things I can say when I went on that long, the longest fast I've ever done. I got so many breakthroughs during that time with, I mean, things I had been waiting for, for months. And I would even say some of them were years, um, in my personal life. Um, I was fasting and the Lord knew on particular days what, what my main focus was during my fast. And um, all I can say is that it was so supernaturally mind-blowing how fast I saw results. And I was just like, this is all I could have, this is all I had to do all this time was just spend more time with God. And I could have been getting this stuff, but I mean, I, be, I could have been having a lot of those things happen for me um way faster uh than than they, than they than they've happened because I never just I never decided to go on the, a fast that lasted this long or I I just wasn't disciplined I was pretty disciplined with my prayer life for some years I've been pretty disciplined with that and it's to the point where I usually pray a good two or three times a day um it's not always the same time of day even though I told you that it's good to have a routine my routine is that when I'm en route to certain places, like on my way to work, things like that, 
that's my routine to pray during those times. But I also have other times where I'm home and I'm quiet with the Lord and things like that. But I have enough of a routine already where I don't have to really force it anymore. It's just part of my, my life. It's part of my day. So for me, I know I'm going to get my prayers in, whether I do them every day at 12 or I do them, you know, every day at 6 or 7 at night. I know I'm getting my prayers in because it's so much part of me now. Like, I can't go too long without talking to God. So for me, I don't have to put it on the calendar and say, hey, on Friday and Saturday, I'm going to make sure I sit down at this time and pray. Now, for some people, if you're just now getting into into that lifestyle and into that um, discipline, it's good to start on a particular time of day for yourself. And then when you do that, it's going to get, you're going to love it so much, you're going to start finding yourself doing it more than just once a day or twice a day. Because I'm telling you, the Lord and his, in the way he works and the way he operates, it, it's, it's, it's such a good time that you, and you'll see such a refreshing in yourself and in your soul that you're going to start desiring that time. And the only thing that's going to keep you from it is if you're not spending enough time doing it. Um, when you, okay, let's say for instance, next week you say you're going to pray to God at what, you know, right before you go to work. I don't suggest you do that. I suggest you have an actual time set and you can set your alarm to get up a good 30 minutes before you normally get up. If that's when you're going to choose to do it. Um, don't just say, okay, whenever I get up and before I go to work, I'm going to pray because you're going to be rushed. You're not going to be focused and it's not going to be spending the right amount of quality time. No one wants, you don't want to be no, you don't want to be in a situation with even human relationships where you feel like somebody's not really focused on you because they're so busy, worried about something else and they're just barely spending time with you. Well, God is even more important than that. So if it's, if it's really going to be quality time with the Lord, it really needs to be that. It needs to be intentional. It needs to be set apart. It needs to be where you, where you have a good 30 to 40 minute, I say 30 minutes to an hour to spend with him and Sometimes you're not going to spend that full time with them, but make sure you have that to spend so that you're not really distracted and your focus is is not really there. Because once you have that full focus and that time and, and that rest in him, you're going to see some things that you're never going to be able to put into words. And once that happens, I'm telling you, it's going to become something that you're not going to have to force yourself to do. It's going to be something that you're going to enjoy doing and want to do. And so... That's how it's gotten for me. So I even feel sad sometimes if I spend a good 20, 30 minutes and I don't feel a full presence of the Lord and I don't go, I don't, I don't get to have that full experience. So like, and a lot of times I have to admit the most times when I really get the most out of my time with the Lord is really early in the morning. Um, I love to wake up at 3.30 in the morning. And sometimes it's just automatic that I wake up at that time and I go spend it with the Lord. And then sometimes I don't wake up at 3.30. I might wake up at 4 or 5. And I'm like, hmm, I can't really get back to sleep. And then I'll be like, you know what? This is a perfect time to go spend time with the Lord because I'm not in a rush. I don't have to have anywhere to be. And those are the best times. So maybe maybe that can't happen for you. Maybe you can't sacrifice that time in the night or in the beginning of the morning to, to spend with him. But I'm telling you, it's 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 the bomb. It's really good. Uh because most of the time it's quiet in your house. You don't have to worry about waking anybody else up or doing anything for anyone else, just only spending that time with God. And it's funny because I when I was listening to other people 
that are um, have a really strong prayer life and stuff. A lot of times I heard that they have the same experience that they usually like to talk to the Lord um, early hours in the morning. And um, it just changes a full day. Like your day just goes so much smoother and so much better. And so that that's the best thing I can say. I don't want to make this recording too long. But those were my experiences. That is my advice when it comes to spending time with God. Um, scriptures that are good to read are basically anything that the Holy Spirit puts on your heart to read. But I'm telling you, um, fasting is definitely a, a game changer. It, it's, a, it's worth it's worth the effort and it's going to take some effort, but it's worth any effort that you take to get that part of your life on track because I was listening to this channel and they were talking about if you're, if, if fasting and prayer is not a part of your lifestyle, they suspect you're not a Christian because everybody that was truly a follower of Christ, they had a lifestyle of fasting. It wasn't a choice. They had to do it. And it's not that they had to do it like it was such a chore. It's like they wanted to do it because it was discipline that was necessary for the next level. And really, it's just part of hearing his voice the way you need to hear it. Because there's sometimes in your life, you just need to get all those other voices out. You need to be able to really have that quiet time with him. And how is he going to be able to be heard when you, the flesh is so big in your life? You know, eating all this food and running here, running there. And not having any discipline about yourself when it comes to the flesh, um, being quieted so that you can hear the spiritual side, the spirit of God when He wants to talk. Because um, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll 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 find out real fast when you when you go on a two to three day fast when you even if you're only eating veggies and and um, fruit, you'll see how undisciplined you are because that flesh is going to be like. I just want some chips. <laughs> that flesh is going to be trying to talk to you. Whatever your favorite thing to eat is, it's going to be trying to get you to mess up your fast and to go go against what you already said. You know, that that flesh, you're going to see how much you're not disciplined. Because even the people, I'm pretty disciplined with my eating habits and stuff. But as soon as I go on a fast, that's when I get all these invitations for free meals. And I'm telling you, that it it don't always be the enemy. Sometimes it's just the flesh. Cause, and I'm like, I don't never get nobody offering to take me out nowhere. Not like this, but let me go on a fast. And that's when I'm going to get all kind of offers. And it, and it it's so it's so weird <laughs> like that. But let me tell you this real quick, and I'm going to end this podcast. Like, I told myself for the next 15 days, I'm not going to eat out. I'm not going to eat any fast food. And that's all I told myself was flesh. I'm not going to eat any fast food. I'm going to eat at home. I'm going to cook at home. And I'm, and that's going to be it. So I'm on day, um, today's day seven. And I'm telling you, when I was on my way home today, so many thoughts came through my head was like, oh, you need us like a little salad from Taco Cabana. At least you won't have any meat. Now, I didn't say nothing about not eating any meat for 15 days. I said, I'm not going to have any fast food for the 15 days. So already I was like really kind of having a battle there because I'm like, no, I already told myself I can't have any fast food. So I'm driving and I'm getting closer and closer to that exit. And it says, it's only $5. It's not even that expensive. And I was like, you know what? Why am I having this battle right now when I've already told myself, I told, I've committed to myself that for 15 days, I'm not going to do any fast food. And so all these little you know, temptations kept coming up in my head and I had to just say, I'm shutting this down. Like, no. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going anywhere to eat anywhere. I'm going home. I'm almost home as it is. There's no need for me to stop off and get anything. And I had to do that. Like I had to consciously stop myself from being tempted 
to go against my own will as far as this fast food thing. Now, is that fasting? No, but I'm just saying that's how small the temptations start when you when you're trying to have discipline about something and you're telling the flesh, no, we're not going to spend money or we're not going to eat this or we're not. That is exactly how it comes to you. Is like the more you say no, the more you start kind of getting this this pushback. And so, because what happens is as soon as you break it, you break your will and you go against what you said, then it's going to get harder the next time when you make a de- decision not, you know, to follow through. So whatever kind of fast you decide to do, know it's going to be a battle, know that it's going to be a sacrifice, know that it's not going to be easy, but that is why it's necessary. Because the more you're able to discipline that, that discipline yourself, then you're going to build that confidence in yourself as well and you need that you need a certain level of confidence in your ability to follow through with uh denying the flesh of certain things and that uh delayed gratification gratification because i'm telling you that's where a lot of this other stuff starts seeping in 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 our lives we think it's something small but it's really something big so i was so proud of myself today when I made it all the way home and I didn't eat out and I, I was hungry. I'm telling you, I was so hungry and I had taken something to eat to work, but I didn't, you I wasn't able to get to it. So when I was having that temptation, I was truly hungry, but I had to fight it and I had to say, no, flesh, you're not in charge. We already made this decision several days back that I'm not eating out. And, um, and, and because of my lifestyle is so much of eating out, it's taken that much more discipline about myself now to stop it because I had a habit of always eating out like at least three times a week. And so for me to go 15 days without eating out and I'm on day seven, I really am doing well. And that's why now it's a, it's a turning point. You know, I'm on day seven and I've got several more days to go, but suppose I would have, I would have gave in. I've been that, that, that that would have been bad. So I'm just saying, um, be encouraged, know that whatever sacrifices you make for the Lord you will be able to be that much stronger for it. And the Lord wants to spend that time with you. He wants that one-on-one time. And he deserves that one-on-one time. Because there's some things, like he said, there's some spirits and some things that are in our lives that will not be dethroned without the double team of fasting and praying. Uh, He says some of these strongholds will only come out through fasting and praying. So I'm so happy that this young lady had that question. And um, I hope that this answered your question. Um, and I hope for anybody else that's dealing with the whole struggle of how how much should I fast? When should I fast? Those type of things. Well, you got to start somewhere. And if you're already having that desire, chances are you should be probably starting that fast within, you know, days of when you first got that inkling that you needed the Lord let put it on your heart that you should be fasting. There's not really um, no one else that can tell you how it should be done or you know what what way to do it because that's really between you and the holy spirit because you know what you're struggling with and and you know what's best in a way especially when you start reading the scriptures and and it starts speaking to you the holy spirit starts speaking to you he's going to definitely tell you what's right he's going to tell you how long of a fast to be on and things like that but my thing is just don't let people fool you with this whole uh fast from tv or fast from this it needs to be some type of food related fast and um and and that's the best advice i can give you is that if you can go several days without eating anything or just drinking water and the holy spirit confirms you that's the type of fast you should go on then go on it 
and and and, I, and I'm with you. I'm with you in the spirit, and I'm celebrating you. I'm cheering you on because I'm telling you, you're gonna feel the difference. You're gonna you're gonna see some some results from from giving the Lord that type of sacrifice. Uh, but make sure when you're doing it that you've already set apart that time, and it's not just something that you did um, kind of haphazardly and not really did it in in a ten, in an intentional way because you're not going to get the same kind of results as somebody that's doing it in an intentional way. And so that's the easiest way I can, that's the easiest way I can share. And I'm going to continue doing podcasts on some of my uh, updates when I was fasting. I think they're very, in, uh, really good information I have on those. So I'll be posting some of those too on here on this channel. So um, please have a wonderful day. God bless. And I love you. Signing off. Be a better human. Thank you.